Good morning, everyone. Welcome to worship today. It's wonderful to be with you here in the Lord's house, to worship as brothers and sisters in Christ, to receive his gifts as his dear children that he has so graciously planned and preserved for us. Let's stand together and greet each other in the name of the Lord. Members, if you see someone that you don't recognize, please walk over and say hi, shake their hand, and welcome them today. Good morning and welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. I am Scott George, your announcer for the 21st Sunday after Pentecost. The Reverend Jake Sletton will deliver today's message. Assisting in the worship service is the organist Miss Susan Seniger, and our accolades today are Danica and Michael. The order of service is at www.trinityfreistadt.com. This broadcast is sponsored by funds donated to the Radio Ministry of Trinity Lutheran Church and dedicated to the glory of God. All right, just a few announcements before we begin with our worship today. First of all, um, the Everyone His Witness workshop is tonight at 7 p.m. over in the school at the, in the classroom that is right at, at the top of the stairs. If you have signed up for that, wonderful. Um, if you would like to uh, still sign up for that, there are still a, a few spots available. That's tonight at 7. It's, it's a workshop that talks about in a very biblical way on how to share your faith in a, in a non-awkward way, um, and uh, uh, also to share uh, about our church family as well. So that's tonight at 7 p.m. over in the school. Um, if you would like to sign up for that, please see uh, Scott George, and he will be able to direct you. Uh, next, we are having a fundraiser for our church and our school, uh, a turkey shoot at the home of Ryan and Janelle Stockton. Uh, Ryan is selling tickets for that. So Ryan, raise your hand. He's got the cute baby there. Good, good. Okay. You just use that baby, man. Use, I mean, just sell those tickets. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, cost is $5 per round. Tickets are $10 each or six for 50. Uh, and all of the proceeds are going towards our church and our school. So we thank Ryan and Janelle for hosting that. If you have any questions, please see one of them. Next. The agenda for the voters' meeting coming up is in your mailbox, along with the weekly financial report. Uh, and please also, uh, finally, I have put our small group Bible study signups in the back, in the narthex there, on the two tables. If you have not yet seen those uh, to see what kinds that there are and when they meet, please do so after church today. They will be, uh, the signups are there in the back of the narthex. If you have any questions, please see me, and I'd be happy to answer any questions that you might have. And so with that, let's begin our worship today with a word of prayer. How good it is, Lord, to be in your house. 
How good it is, Lord, to be gathered together as a congregational family to worship you, to receive from you the forgiveness of our sins. Lord, to receive your very words spoken to us, those means of grace, those good gifts that you give to us, your very own children, well, because you love us. And so, Lord, we ask now that as we worship you, uh, that you would give us a zeal this morning for your house of worship. Lord, that whatever it was that we brought here with us, that, w- that you would help us by your Spirit to simply worship and to simply be in your very presence. And so, Lord, truly better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Please stand. We make our beginning this morning in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart, and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching Him, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. O Almighty God, merciful Father, Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake he forgives you all of your sins. So then, in the stead and by the command of our Lord Jesus Christ, I therefore forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our opening hymn is, Joyful, Joyful, We Adore Thee, hymn 803, hymn 803.
Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Unless the Lord builds the house. Let us pray. Merciful Father, your patience and loving kindness toward us have no end. Grant that by your Holy Spirit we may always think and do those things that are pleasing in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Old Testament reading today is from Genesis 2, uh, chapters, uh, verses 18 through 25. Then the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. So out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field, every bird of the heavens, brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And whenever the man called every living creature, that was its name. The man gave names to all the livestock, to the birds of the heaven, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was found, not found a helper fit for him. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, and while he slept, took one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, 
he made into a woman and brought her to the man. Then the man said, This at last is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. This is the word of the Lord. We continue with the gradual. He will command his angels concerning you. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Special music today is by the Trinity Choir, titled I Am Sinking Lord, directed by Mrs. Carol McIntyre. choir. That was a wonderful piece. Thank you. It's now time for all the young disciples who are here today to come forward and sit with Miss Lily, who is already up here. Uh, for the children's message, now is a good time to bring up your Mighty Mites, your offering as well.
Today's children's message is presented by Pastor Jake. can turn around and face me please this children's message probably will not take very very long okay I have some questions for you how many of you have a job Cohen does okay all right how many of you make your own money all right fine how many of you chose to be born oh, you didn't how many of you bought your own clothes today? <laughs> would you, do you think that all of the things that you have received, that, that, that you would call them good, that you would call them good gifts, like your, your clothes and your house, okay? All of those things are good gifts, right? And other, other than these two, <laughs> all of those things came from someone else, right? Right? Okay? All right. Remember that. Will you pray with me, please? Dear Lord, thank you for all of the good gifts that you have given me and continue to give me. We love you, Lord. Amen. Thanks for coming up. You guys can go back and sit with your folks. The epistle reading today is from Hebrews 2, verses 1 through 13. Therefore, we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. For since the message declared by angels proved to be reliable, and every transgression or disobedience receives a just retribution, how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? It was declared at first by the Lord, and it was attested to us by those who heard, while God also bore witness by signs and wondrous and various miracles and by gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to his will. Now it is not to angels that God has subjected the world to come, for which we speak. It has been testified somewhere. What is man that you are mindful of him, or the son of man that you care for him? You made him for a little while lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor, putting everything in subjection under his feet. Now in putting everything in subjection to him, you left nothing outside his control. At present, we do not yet see everything in subjection to him, but we see him who for a little while was made lower than the angels, namely Jesus, 
crowned with glory and honor because of the sufferings of death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. For it was fitting that he, for whom and by whom all things exist, in bringing many sons to glory, should make the foundation of their salvation perfect through suffering. For he who sacrificed and those who sacrificed all having one origin, this is why he is not ashamed to call them brothers, saying, I will tell of your name to my brothers. In the midst of the congregation, I will sing your praises. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children God has given me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please stand. The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 10th chapter. And they were bringing children to him that he might touch them. And the disciples rebuked them. But when Jesus saw it, he was indignant and said to them, Let the little children come to me, do not hinder them. For to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. And he took them in his arms and blessed them, laying his hands on them. This is the gospel of our Lord. Would you all pray with me, please? Dear Lord, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth 
be pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this morning from God our Father and through the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for this morning's meditation is taken from the gospel lesson that was just read. You want to have that in front of you because we'll be looking at it as we go along here this morning. My children, although two of them seem to think otherwise, my children have needed things from the day that they were born. As soon as each of them were born, each of them needed their mother. And so right away, after they were born, they went straight to their mother. And shortly after that, then, they wrapped them in a blanket because they were cold, because they needed it. And shortly after that, they gave them a bath because, well, they were kind of gooey, shall we say. And then after that, they went home. And they had a bed. And they had food. And they had clothes. All of these things are gifts that they didn't know that they needed. All of these things are gifts that they were given freely, without their choice, passively, and involuntarily. Because their parents, their mom and I, knew that they needed them. They needed to be fed. They needed to be clothed. They needed a roof over their head. They needed a bed. They needed those, those things. And so their mom and I gave them to them as good gifts. The third article to the Apostles' Creed says the meaning to the third article says this, I believe that I cannot, by my own reason or strength, believe in Jesus Christ my Lord or come to Him. But the Holy Spirit has called me by the Gospel, enlightened me with His gifts, sanctified and kept me in the true faith. I cannot, by my own reason or strength, believe in Jesus Christ, my Lord, or come to Him. When Jesus says in our Gospel lesson for today that we have no chance of getting into the kingdom of heaven unless we enter it like a little child, this is what He means. Scripture is full of different examples of how it is God that comes to us. It is God who initiates the relationship. Two of those ways you will find in the book of Acts with the conversion of St. Paul himself. Saul, according to the Bible, was a murderer of Christians. He breathed murderous threats against them. Saul could not ever hope to imagine by himself that he would ever come to find Jesus. And so what does Jesus do? Well, Jesus goes and he finds Saul. And he comes to Saul and says, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And Saul, soon to be Paul's immediate response is, who are you, Lord? And so on that day... Paul met Jesus, 
and then continued to do the Lord's work from that day forward. We see this also, too, in the book of Acts with a woman whose name was Lydia. And Acts is very specific. Luke, who is the writer of Acts, says these words. That the Lord opened Lydia's heart to receive the word. And so she did. It was not Lydia who opened her heart to the Lord. Rather, it was the Lord that opened Lydia's heart. And there is an important distinction to be made there. Because, again, as Jesus says in our text, those who will not enter the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. Let's take a look at the text for this morning. Verse 13, And they were bringing children to him that he might touch them, but the disciples rebuked them. The disciples are not being meanies. They're simply doing what the culture called them to do. Children in this culture were insignificant. They meant very little. There were no such things as children's laws. No, children were very insignificant at this time and in this culture. And if they were insignificant to the people, that was automatically assumed that they were also insignificant to God. Verse 14, But when Jesus saw it, he was indignant and said to them, Let the children come to me, do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. It is important to know that the word children in this text and in this verse, also the Greek word also includes infants, babies. Let the infants come to me, let the babies come to me, let the newly born come to me, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. Verse 15, truly I say to you, Jesus says, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. This is similar to the kingdom of God that is being described here is God's rule. So it is similar to an English warship back in the, oh, I'd say the 1600s, the 1700s, okay? And everybody knew that even though you were a citizen of the country of England, if you went on this ship, no matter where you went, the queen's rule was still over you. No matter where you went. And so as people of God, children of the Heavenly Father, as we just sang, God's rule over our lives goes with us no matter where we go. That's what the kingdom of God is. Verse 16, And he took them in his arms, And blessed them, laying his hands on them. You can be assured that whenever Jesus puts his hands on someone, that incredible things happen. We see this with people who are born blind. We see this with people who are possessed by evil spirits. We see this with people who have leprosy. We see this also with little children. Children from newborns on up. That whenever Jesus puts his hands on them, miracles happen. Jesus says again, 
Anyone who does not enter the kingdom of God like a little child shall never enter it. Now what does he mean? We have to be able to have an answer to that question because Jesus says, well, if you don't know how to do that, you will never get in. So we have to be able to come up with an answer to that question. Think about what children are, specifically babies. Babies can do absolutely nothing for themselves. I've had three of them, trust me, I know. They can't do anything except for eat and expel whatever it is that they ate and drank. That's, that's it. When a baby is cold, it cannot get up by itself and walk over and get a blanket. When a baby is hungry, it doesn't know what to eat. It doesn't know how to prepare food. The baby needs its parents in order to do that. And so Jesus says, those who do not enter the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. We enter the kingdom of God passively, involuntarily, and as people who have been purchased with a price. Now why does this matter? Why is this important? Well, because we've talked about it as, if, as far as the meaning to the third article. I believe that I cannot by my own reason or strength believe in Jesus Christ my Lord or come to him. Why? Because we are little children. Romans also talks about how we are spiritually dead because of our sin. And dead people cannot do anything. And so we need, just like a child does, we need outside help in order for us to be saved. The answer to this question is important because there are still people who are trying to get themselves right with God. The answer to this question is important because there are still people who will come to church and they will look around and they will think to themselves, well, there is no way that they are right with God. I know what their lives are like. And they make that determination. The answer to this question is important because there are still people who think that they need to be rebaptized again and again and again every time that they feel that they are right with God. And so every time that they feel in a, in a good spot with God, well, I think I'm going to go get baptized again. Turning that sacrament into not God's work in their lives, but their work. The answer to this question is important because there is not one of us who is seated here who is seated here today not one of us who is outside of these walls who could ever hope in a million trillion years that we could ever make a commitment to God and keep it Let me say that again There is not one of us here who could ever think ever hope that they could make a commitment to God to follow Him in every way that He has listed out. To love our neighbor as ourselves every day, without exception. 
that we can make that kind of a commitment to God and actually think that we could keep it. I can't. I certainly can't. And that's why Jesus says that we must enter the kingdom of God like a little child, like a baby. Because your entry into the kingdom of God, your entry into God's rule is entirely the work of Christ. Not in part, not halfway, it is entirely the work of Christ. And it has to be entirely the work of Christ because like I said, you and I cannot make commitments to God and actually keep them. This is why we only get baptized once. This is what the Nicene Creed teaches, and I believe in one baptism for the, for, for, for the forgiveness of sins. Because that's God's work. Just like the cross is God's work. None of us here ever went to Jesus and said, hey, Jesus, can you come down and die on the cross so that I can live? No. Entirely the work of Jesus. And thank God that it is. Because every single one of us will go outside of these doors or those doors and we will sin again. We will break the commitment to God again. Some of you, it will happen in the car on the way home. Some of you are nodding your heads because you know it's true. This is why it has to be God's work. This is why he says you must enter the kingdom of God like a little child. Because you can't do it on your own. This is the kind of God that we have. The kind of God, the only God who has taken your rap sheet and looked at it and said, I don't remember any of it. Not a single thing. The kind of God who takes children and brings them to the font. There was one other thing that we have done, that my wife and I have done for each of our kids. That they had no choice in the matter. We brought them to the font to be baptized. Could they talk? No. They couldn't. Could they tell us, well, you know, I, I don't know if I really want to? No. They couldn't. It was a choice that we were making for them because God had called us to do that. God commands us to do that. And so we brought all three of our kids to the font, the latest one here. Why? Because it's God's work. Because it is God's work in our lives. It's not ours. It's not yours. It's not mine. It is God's work. There was, there's another story in the book of Acts where there's this man whose, whose name is Simon, and Simon is this magician. And Simon sees what the apostles are doing by giving people the Spirit, by, again, laying their hands on them. There's that hands thing again. And Simon sees this, and he thinks, man, that's, that's really cool. I want to do that. And so he goes up to the apostles, and he says to Peter, how much do I have to pay you to, to get that? 
He's trying to buy it. And Peter says to him, how dare you try to buy this from us? This is entirely the work of God. And he sends him away. The God of the cosmos, the God who knows where the rain is kept, the God who knows what the exact measurements of the earth are, saw fit in his great love and compassion for you to send his son by his choice for you. And so how do we enter the kingdom of God? We enter it passively. We enter it involuntarily. Don't let anybody tell you differently. And we enter it as ones, as children of God, dearly and deeply loved by our Heavenly Father as ones who were purchased, as ones who were bought with a price, with the price of the blood of Jesus, who then three days later was resurrected, rolling back the stone from the tomb and thereby sealing life everlasting. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord Jesus, Paul says, will be saved. He says also in Ephesians chapter 2, and this is not anything from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by work so that no one can boast. Thanks be to God that he has seen fit in his great mercy to make that decision for you and for me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We now confess together the words of our Christian faith using the Nicene Creed. Please stand. I know that it says the Apostles' Creed in your bulletin, but we're going to use the Nicene Creed. It's found printed in the back cover of your hymnal. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, Light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended to heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. 
I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Please be seated. After that inspiring sermon, the mission of the Trinity Lutheran Church is the preaching, teaching, baptizing, and sharing the love of Christ in our church, our community, and our world. This radio broadcast are made possible by donations to the radio broadcast ministry of Trinity Lutheran Church. Please contact the church office for how you can help. As Pastor said earlier, Everyone is Witness Workshop begins this Sunday evening at 7 p.m. at the school. This program takes a very Jesus-focused and Lutheran perspective to sharing the good news of Jesus Christ to those whom we know and love. If you wish to attend or have further questions, please contact Scott George today. The number is 417-850-4944. Bible studies, small group Bible studies begin the week of October 28th. The purpose of the small groups is very simple, to get God's people into His Word on a regular basis. Most of the groups will meet on a weekly basis, each group will run until about Christmas time. We have a wide variety of groups, so please take a look in the Narthex or at the church office to decide which group you'd like to join. The men's Bible study continues to meet at 8, 8 a.m. Wednesday morning in the chapel. There are several ladies' Bible studies during the week. For more information, contact the church office. Oops, sorry, excuse me. Uh, there will be a covered basket dinner after church on October 28th. The school board hosts the dinner and will be providing fried chicken. This will be a fundraiser to reduce our line of credit. The quarterly voters meeting will follow. LWML Mission Work Day on Monday, October 22nd, beginning at 9 a.m. in the Fellowship Hall. Please bring a covered dish. And other LWML news. The all women of Trinity are invited to the Southwest Missouri Zone Fall Rally November 3rd. It will be held here in the school gym. Registration begins at 9.30 and the meeting begins at 10. Program speaker is Morgan Mills with Convoy of Hope. We now rejoin the worship service in progress. our prayers this morning, we have a few folks that we want to remember to pray for. First, for those who are on our health list, for Melvin McCord, Landreth Worm, Ernest Shane, Janice Meyer, Myron Reed, 
Carol McIntyre, Oren Fritz, Ethel Helmkamp, Joan Haynes, Addison Trokey, Steve Doss, Becky Morgan, Wayne Towers, Bob Dotson, Eldon Nelson, Bob Yelinek, Mark Felwalk, Lauren Cly Baker, Gary Magruder, Emma Conklin, Brenda Lawmaster, Rosemarie Dekoff, Elmer Kaiser, Maxine Hudson, Edith Harmon, Ellie Holly, Teresa Nelson, and for Lena Bremer. Also, for those celebrating birthdays and anniversaries, for 28 years of marriage to Bud and Marcia McGahee on October the 20th, and for those with birthdays, for Pearl Lampy, who will celebrate 94 years of life on October 15th, and for Bob Seninger, who will celebrate 90 years of life on October the 15th as well. We go to our Lord in prayer. Dear Lord, it is clear from your word that children are the best example of how we are to enter the kingdom of God. Passively, involuntarily, as people who have been purchased without our choice. Help us, we pray, in those moments where we think we can simply get ourselves in to repent and to turn to you and the cross and the empty tomb for our assurance. Thank you that though we are filled with sin and thought, word, and deed, still you purchased us, still you feed us, still you love us. Lord, in your mercy. We pray for the preservation of marriage that God would defend husbands and wives from every assault of the enemy, support them in their faithfulness and loving service to one another, and grant them joy in every time. Lord, in your mercy. For grace, that the church may always welcome little ones with joy, that nothing would hinder them from being brought to the Savior and blessed by being placed into his loving arms. Lord, in your mercy. For all public servants and those who protect us, that they may be supported and upheld in every good deed. Lord, in your mercy. We pray also for those who work to bring peace, justice, health, and protection in this and every place. Lord, in your mercy. For all who are sick, hurt, lonely, and despairing, especially those in our health list, and for all that we name before you in our hearts. We humbly pray that you would heal them in every way. Lord, in your mercy. We pray for blessings and joy for all with birthdays. Lord, we thank you for Pearl and for Bob. May they feel assured and ready for the year ahead, knowing that you have ordered their steps. We thank you for all with anniversaries soon. As your word says, a threefold cord is not easily broken. Please continue to wrap yourself in our marriages and our families. We pray for Bud and Marcia and that you might keep them in their marriage so hidden within you that all forces of evil would come to nothing. Lord, in your mercy. We pray for grace. Do partake faithfully of the body and blood of Christ with repentant hearts and a firm resolution to amend our sinful lives by the aid of the Spirit. Lord, in your mercy. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray. Trusting in your mercy through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We also pray, Lord, for the family of Mary Fortney, sister to Helen Fritz, who passed away 
yesterday. We pray for your grace and for your loving kindness and your arms to wrap around this family during this time. Lord, in your mercy. And so, people of God, the Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks unto the Lord our God. It is truly meet, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who on this day overcame death in the grave and by his glorious resurrection opened opened to us the way of everlasting life. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and singing. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. The Lord's Supper is God's gift for Christians who are properly taught. In communing, we want people to receive Christ's body and blood for their good. This means that as you come to the Lord's table, you affirm with each communicant that Jesus is your Savior and Lord, and with Lutheran Christians you confess. I confess that I am a sinner. I repent of my sin and ask God's forgiveness. I believe that Jesus Christ is my only Lord and Savior from sin, Satan, and death. I believe that the risen Christ is really present in the sacrament, and under the form of the bread and wine, I receive his true body and blood for the forgiveness of my sin and the strengthening of my faith in life. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, Take and eat. This is my... This is the true body of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Do this always in remembrance of me. In the same way also we took the cup after supper, and when he given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. 
The peace of the Lord be with you always. Welcome to the of our Lord. Take and eat. This is the true body of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, given unto death for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Take and eat. This is the true body of our Lord and Savior, given unto depart in his peace and joy and rest. Amen. The first distribution hymn will be Let Us Ever Walk With Jesus, hymn 685, six, hymn 685, uh, Carol McIntyre will be playing on the piano.
next hymn is now All the Vault of Heaven Resounds, 465, 465. Please stand. And now may this, our Savior's body and blood, strengthen and preserve you in the one true faith until life that is everlasting. 
Depart in his peace and joy. Amen. Give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Let us pray. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us with this salutary gift. And we implore you that of your mercy that you would strengthen us. Through the same in faith towards you, and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Lord be with you. Blessed be the Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. Closing him as he is arisen, glorious word, 488, hymn 488.
A very special word of welcome to all guests and visitors today. Thank you very much for joining us for worship. Uh, we pray that your time here uh, worshiping was a blessed one. Just a reminder to please find the small group sign-up sheets that are in the back on the tables. Uh, there are several there to choose from that are in different days during the weeks and also different times. Uh, please sign up. If you have any questions, please uh, contact me and I'll be happy to answer them as best as I can. I pray that you all have a very, very blessed week. It has been our pleasure to bring you this worship service from Trinity Lutheran Church in Christdale, Missouri. We pray that you have benefited spiritually from this service and invite you to worship with us next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. If you're not able to be with us in person, we invite you to listen by means of this broadcast on ChristAtRadio.com. We commend you to the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father. May His love surround you and His mercy be evident to you in all things. Your announcer has been Scott George.